Hi, I'm Coco. Hi, I'm Hannah. And we, and we are, are the Social, Social Girls. Or maybe not. Welcome back to the Social Girls podcast. We are going to get to know a little bit more about both of our career journeys and how we ended up being the co-founders of Social Show. So we both have quite different journeys, but kind of similar in a way. Yes, I would agree with that. When I was 14, I got my first job working in a cafe and from the age of 14 to I think 18, I was working um, at different actually uh, cafes across the road from my house. Um, and then I went to a dessert place, which was something a little bit different and then went back to more of a cafe style. And yeah, that's pretty much where I started working and you had a similar experience. Yeah, I started in supermarkets when I was 14. I went and started working for Foodland, um, down the road from my house. I wanted to work for Baker's Delight, but (laughs) I don't know why I I tried for years to work at Baker's Delight and then they never wanted me. I wonder what it was. I don't know. There's just something on your resume. They were like, I don't want this girl. There's something. But then I went after Foodland when I was at 17, 18 and went to Coles. Um, fun fact, I never wanted to work in the deli. I always wanted to work on checkout and I also never got put on checkout. Okay, I think everyone's dream was to work out on checkout. I never worked in a supermarket, but I always wanted to just be a checkout chick. Yeah, me too. And I worked in a supermarket and I still couldn't be <laughs> a checkout chick. First you couldn't get Baker's Delight and then you couldn't get checkout chick. <laughs> My world crumbled. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I first sort of did anything, I guess, more career-based, um, I was really lucky to get an internship in when I was in year 10. So I would have been 15, I reckon, turning 16. And that was for Channel 7 News. Um, And that was a really cool experience. So from a young age, I wanted to be a journalist. And um, I was lucky enough, obviously, to get the Channel 7 um, news internship. And I got to go out on job sites with them and follow the news reporters um, and meet a lot of really cool people. I also got to watch the news live, which was an experience that was really cool and very Very stressful. Yeah, very stressful job for them. They're very, very quick. Um, very good at their jobs too. Um, but yeah, after that week, I decided that I did not want to be a journalist, which is a good thing. I'm so glad I did that because I would not want, because I mean, at this point I was definitely going to uni to study journalism. Um, and I didn't want to get to that degree and who knows if I would have finished it or not. But yeah, I guess I just realized that journalism was not for me which I'm very grateful I had the opportunity to make that decision in like the right place too yeah before I had to um waste a lot of money at uni probably (laughs) I started uni and I picked a commerce degree and you can kind of major in a bunch of things like marketing business finance yeah lots of boring things too (laughs) um because I didn't really know what I wanted to do I know what kind of life I wanted to have and what kind of career I want it to look like like you know when you're in your 10 like how what how do you want to dress where do you want to go like yeah make you work all that sort of stuff out classic year 10 thing yeah (laughs) (laughs) so I kind of knew that side of it but I never really knew what industry or what exactly I wanted to be doing day to day Mm -hmm. so I just picked a general degree yeah and I am through that degree, I figured that I wanted to do the marketing side of it. Um, but in terms of the commerce part, I didn't want to do it all. 
So I ended up failing accounting, um, which was super fun. <laughs> Didn't even just fail accounting. I failed it, but not enough to fail fail. I failed it to get the second test and I still failed the second test after studying my ass off. Clearly it was not meant for you. That was a signal. That was a sign. And that's when I dropped to a media marketing degree. Um, Very similar sort of subjects, just not all of the commerce stuff. Yeah. More creative, more fun. And I really liked those subjects. Yeah. Well, that's sort of how I got into um, the degree that I ended up studying, a Bachelor of Business Entrepreneurship. So obviously I worked out that journalism was not for me. Um, And then I think it was either in year 11 or year 12, the crucial time when you're working out what you're going to do for the rest of your life and there's so much pressure. Um, And yeah, I just, I wasn't really sure, but I worked out very quickly that my end goal um, and still is that I want to open my own cafe one day. Obviously my love for hospitality and um huge benefits with that and I knew I wanted to have my own business one day um but none of the courses I guess were jumping out to me I didn't want to just go to uni to study a business degree for the sake of it um and then not enjoy probably similar to you Mm -hmm. some of those subjects I didn't want to just do that for the sake of it yeah and then I remember Torrens Uni came to my school and I hadn't really heard of them so I looked up on their website um some of the degrees they offered and I saw the entrepreneurship one and read a little bit about it and I'm so glad that I did that I was really lucky in my degree a lot of my assessments were obviously you had to follow the you know um the criteria and you had to tick all the boxes and that but being the subject and the uh, degree that it was you could actually sort of do it your own way so it was like here's the topic here's the assessment but you can choose your own sort of way of doing it and how you discuss things so that was really cool because I felt like I could almost, um, you know, plan my cafe, I guess, throughout my three years of uni and still is definitely my end goal. But yeah. Very cool. It's cool you got to be able to like plan something you wanted to do. Yeah. Versus like a case study. So I had to do accounting too as a subject Mm -hmm. and I had to do finance as well as two separate subjects. And whilst I particularly didn't enjoy it (laughs) that much, um, I got to do it based on a cafe so gotcha so for me it was like creating spreadsheets and things it wasn't just random stuff it was creating a spreadsheet for my cafe so it was super familiar to me because obviously I've you know grown up working in hospitality um but it also made me want to try a little bit harder like if it was just on some random numbers and facts and business I probably would have tuned out but yeah being that I could base it on a cafe made it so much more interesting so good I couldn't tell you what mine was about and it was in an exam so like <laughs> in Adelaide that means for us going to the showgrounds with like a thousand other students yeah and sitting in this scary ass shed I never did that I never had that experience and I'm really it's, grateful that I never did it's that it's quite nerve-wracking you're just sitting there with all these other county students watching most of us aka me being like what the hell am I doing yeah yeah <laughs> yeah watch some people cry like it's a real it's a real time <laughs> a little bit of everything so uh, after sort of my uni experience well in the middle of it, I suppose I interned a lot because I always believed that you want to have an edge on your sort of competition when entering the workforce and I still highly recommend that even when I'm hiring to this day I sort of look at people's resumes and if there's no 
um, internship experience on there or or work experience, I kind of am like, what were you doing? Everyone's at uni, but <laughs> like everyone and their dog went to uni, but can you do the skills that I'm asking you to do? And I don't necessarily believe uni gives you all those skills. It's you need. It definitely to, doesn't. I you need to be in the like work experience and working with other people and your people skills and all those soft skills are so important. Definitely. Um, so in my final year, I ended up interning for a organization called the Don Dunstan Foundation. I interned with them for about six months. And at the end of my internship, I wrote a email to our CEO stating why I thought that he should hire me and <laughs> what role I thought As I would be do. best sorted, suited for. So, uh, I started full-time at that organization in my second semester of final year. That was kind of full-on, working full-time and uni full-time. Yeah, I can imagine. Um but sort of how I started my, as I would say in quotation marks, my big girl job. Yeah, big girl job. <laughs> I like that. Um, so a really cool question. Did we know we would end up being the co-founders of Social Show? Like, did you know if I could have spoken to you a few years ago that you would end up in this job position? I think I knew that I would be self-employed. Definitely, I don't think anyone could have known what I would have ended up. Yeah. involved in yeah but I've always sort of been someone who was always trying to find new business ventures or to be self-employed trying to find the way to have that lifestyle like constantly mm-hmm. throughout my last couple of years especially within the last sort of year and a half I yeah. sort of realized very quickly that although I loved most of the people I've worked with this is not my vibe I wanted to work for myself yeah I think I'm very similar in that Definitely self-employed, probably not actually at this particular moment. I wouldn't have thought this quick out of uni. I mean, I officially finished on the 5th of December last year, so it's really not been that long. So I probably wouldn't say timing-wise, but definitely at some point self-employed. But yeah, it it was pretty cool how we both sort of ended up in this position, which makes me believe that you do have to sort of trust the process yeah, for sure. I think this like this company in particular was very much opportunistic and mm-hmm. kind of just happened, kind of just fell into it. It's always a lot of work, but it wasn't like a lot of pushing rocks upstream kind of yes, vibes. Yes, we didn't have to move things or shuffle things or, you know, second guess a couple things. Oh, are we sure, you know, this might have blah, blah, blah. It just sort of seemed like the right decision at the right time. Yeah. So what would you say is the job that taught you the most so far? I would probably say, so I would firstly say a combination of all of my hospitality jobs. And when I say that, I mean, I I thought it was really beneficial to learn from a lot of different managers, both male and female, actually. I had a combination of both over the years, you know, since I started working when I was 14 um, and just learning the way that they did things and ran things, which I think is what sparked why I wanted to open my own cafe. Um, I also think in, in those jobs as a whole, um, communication and customer service, there's nothing like working in hospitality. And I'm sure you were the same working in supermarkets. You dealt with lots of people and lots of different kinds of people too. Um, lots of different personalities and 
yeah, being able to get really good customer service skills and know how to talk to people um, and different different types of people. Um, and then I started working, um, well, with you last year. Yes, with me. <laughs> yes. So I started an internship last year um, for the Rapid Enterprise Development Program as well as Viva Mutual and did some work on Strong and Capable too. And that was an internship and it turned into um, part-time employment as well but that taught me a lot of what I didn't um, realize that I was going to learn which sounds really weird but I never really predicted that I would be working for non-for-profits I just never really saw that that was a pathway I would go down in my career I always obviously had the cafe thing in my mind so when I got the internship that was really cool to learn from a different sort of industry yeah, it's such a different industry in the sense that if you're not in it, you don't really know that much about it. But once no, you're you in don't. it, yeah. you see there's so much collaboration and working together and organisations helping each other. Yeah, everyone sort of knows everyone. And, and the sense for greater good, I suppose. Everyone wants to do better. Yes. Yeah, I'm very, very grateful that I had... I mean, obviously last year as well, I learned heaps about marketing and social media but I think what was cool was learning about the world of non-for-profits and being a part of that, which was really cool. So yeah, what about you? I would say my first big girl job. So it taught me a lot about work-life balance. As I said, when I was working it, I was in uni full-time with like a full case load. So I'm not a lawyer, <laughs> but like the four subjects you have to take. Um, I, think, I think I might have had a fifth one in there. I think, yeah. Um, plus full time working and the type of industry I was in meant that it was there was super busy periods. Cause we worked with international geniuses and brought them over to South Australia to help influence policy change and some stuff like Lot Fourteen and the, it was a lot to learn there about how to fit everything into your life and also how to manage st- <laughs> stress and pressure. Um, cause yeah, it was super. It was super stressful and there's a lot of pressure um, to perform. So we worked, so we worked with people like the Department of Premier and Cabinet and the Premier um, himself at the time and the and the Governor at, at the time as well. So we worked with a lot of important people so there wasn't a lot of room for error. <laughs> so we had to, you know, make sure all the I's were dotted and the T's were crossed and um, yeah. it taught me a lot about the kind of work you put out into the world. So. Uh, people I worked with were very much perfectionists and everything had to be perfect to go out which you can understand why working with these important people in South Australia yeah Um, but it's given me a stronger sense of my work um so even now I'll do things without even thinking about it and when I read something oh like why isn't all all of that done yeah um because that's sort of was drilled into me for a good for a good year and a half Mm mm-hmm so Coco, what does your future career look like to you? And are you there already? I'm definitely not there already. I think this is a good starting point to the career and the life I want to build for myself. Mm-hmm. So I think I want to do everything. There's a lot of things that I want to do, like really far-fetched things like, mm-hmm. you know, renovate houses and become a developer, which is really... So le- many things. Really yeah. left left of center is that what you say yeah i think that's what you say yeah left of center but there's a ton of things i'd love to dive into and i think social show will always be there as a company whether i'm directly involved or not it'll still 
exist and and move with the times and become its own its own staple um yeah but it's definitely just one of my passions yeah yeah how about you um definitely not in terms of am i there already uh, very very similar to you i mean obviously i spoke before my end goal is definitely to open a cafe um and it's kind of exciting to know that you know i'm sort of planning on that being more of the end goal so between now and and then when i'm ready to do that um but yeah i mean i didn't even know that i was realistically going to be working in social media and marketing in particular obviously what i studied is really broad um and yeah i just want to be able to put my foot in the door for so many things and learn but this was definitely a good starting point um and it's pretty cool to say that the age of 21 i'm starting my own company with someone um i think we're i mean we're both probably going to learn quite a bit from this so yeah it does excite me though for the next however many years but yeah not a lot of plans and i don't really know what my future looks like again covid related i definitely know travel is involved but who knows (laughs) travel would be great i think as well you know even depending what happens with this company if there was a way that i could still be a part of this and travel at the same time and you know building that sort of life for myself would be really cool being able to be a part of something that i can also be on the move and you know do things like travel all at once um but yeah between now and now in the cafe hopefully being the end thing um, I mean, who knows? It probably might not even be that. But yeah, definitely just going to keep keep doing what I've been doing and hopefully it falls in my lap like it did last time. Yeah, I'm really hoping for that too. That's been <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? such our, our story from here on out is just things oh happening God. and it feeling right. So I'm just hoping Literally, that this feels right that I do next. Nothing I have done maybe besides the internship in year 10 that I like really had to organize and plan that other than that everything else has just been yeah going with the flow it's been good life's crazy it'll take you for a ride it definitely will what career advice would you give yourself at the beginning of your career so I would probably say I and I'm gonna merge this into as in like when I first started working when I was 14 and pretty much until last year, I guess, is when my more career, I guess, job started. But it would just be to a combination of be more confident and trust the process. Um, and I think being confident, it comes with maturity as well. Um, definitely, I'm a lot more confident than obviously I used to be when I was younger. But I wish I could also go back and say if you were just a little bit more confident in yourself and you were able to trust the process... I feel like things would be a little bit different. Um, but yeah, so probably just as I've been saying pretty much this whole podcast, things just happen when they happen. So just being able to trust what comes next. And I truly believe in like trusting your gut and your first initial reaction too. You know, if I, like when you brought up the company, if I had have had a couple doubts when you first said it, I probably would have been hesitant to go forward. Mm. But as soon as you said it, I was just like, yeah, you know, 100% let's do it. And because of that, I mean, look where we are now. We've come into the new year with a company. But yeah, so I would say that. What about you? I would say to use your voice more. I didn't start using my voice until sort of the second part of my career. So Mm -hmm. 
I was very, very timid and because we were working with obviously such important people to SA and a bunch of CEOs and all of the, all of the people. All of the people. <laughs> I didn't feel like my voice was as regarded and probably wasn't in some situations. Yeah. But I think what I've learned to do is be edu- be educated in what I say. So do the research, have valuable input. And if you do have that valuable input, then just say it. Um, yeah. More times than not, people are just impressed and they don't care that you've sp- spoken, if it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the second part would be maybe a little bit about yours, like go with the flow. Because I'm always so worried about where I'm going to end up. Yeah. But every all of my career has happened by chance. Yeah. So everything I've outwardly gone for, I haven't gotten. And everything that I've sort of just sort of fell into my lap has sort of happened. Yeah. If that makes sense. I think life has has its plan. Yeah. Like I think it's, you know, you just need to sort of trust the process, as I've been saying over and over. Let's hope it continues to work out for the next however many years. God help us if there's not actually a plan in place and we're just putting all this trust into nothing. Oh, yeah. How awkward <laughs> would that be? <laughs> we would listen back to this podcast and go, oh, my God, what idiots. <laughs> So I think we're going to finish up there. So thank you so much for listening to us have a bit of a chat about our career journey and how we got to opening up Social Show. And and if you have any ideas of what you want us to talk about next or anyone you would like us to interview or if you want to be interviewed, send us a DM on the Social Girls Podcast Instagram page. And if you're interested in learning a bit more about the company, Social Show, you can find us at Social Show Adelaide on Instagram. Bye for now.